Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Wow, we're all here. How exciting. My name is Steve Patterson. I'm a professional broadcaster. I've been in the business since 2009. Joined by Elizabeth Reese, who's in for Donna Valentine. Uh, Donna Valentine is in New Jersey. This weekend, she will return to the show on Monday. Also, a professional broadcaster, uh, a Been living in the legend since two thousand three. Oh, you were talking about in... yourself. I thought we were talking about Donna there. No, oh, no, Donna for sure is a living legend. That's no question. She's a total legend. When did you start? When when, when did you start broadcasting? Television two thousand three. It'll be twenty years in television. Oh my this, gosh! Um, the, at the end of May. Are they planning a big? thing at the state fair? I think it's going to be quite an extravaganza. <laughs> you made it 20 years. No, but that's that's a long time. It's actually kind of fun. We're, we're doing a Twin Cities live show up in Duluth yeah. at the end of April. That's so fun. Um, Which I'm very much looking forward to because we're broadcasting up in the Northland, which is feels really good to me because my first job was in Duluth. So it's just sort of like a fun Full, Full circle, circle thing. Homecoming of when, when Twin Cities live started broadcasting up there. I mean, nobody up there remembers me because I was very young and um, a real idiot. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, still, I have the memories in my heart. Yeah. Um, so we're going up there to do a show and it just sort of feels, again, I'm, I keep saying like 2023 is like the year of nostalgia for me. I think mm. there's, it just is feeling like it's just this 20 years, Twin Cities Live turns 15 next month. You know, these sort of, yeah, I did an interview for my, the television station I worked at in Green Bay celebrates 70 years this year, and they did a little retrospective on me as they were looking oh, back fun. at people who have been at the station. So it's just feeling all those vibes I'm sort of feeling. and um, But it'll be fun to go up there and do that show. And it'll be right around the same time 20 years ago that I went to Duluth for the first time to interview for my first job. And the woman who runs the TV station, WDIO, Deb Messer, she was the GM at the station that I was hired at in Duluth oh, really? 20 years ago. She gave me my very first shot on television. Isn't that fascinating? That is. Let's fast forward. Will you celebrate 30 years on television <laughs> if you had to know. guess? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if I still have a job. You know what I always say? One day will be my last show. I just hope that day is not today. Yeah. Nobody knows when it's going to be. That's you the just same never for know. all of us. You have to always kind of be thinking that. Yeah. But... um. It feels good. That feels like a nice accomplishment. Yeah, 20 years. That's good. I like nostalgia, too. I like it helps you to, um, to like, look back, stop, pause, have gratitude, see what you've gone through. Because in mm-hmm. the same way that they say it's really important that you that you grieve, not just if you've lost a loved one, of course, but that you grieve seasons and don't rush through the grieving uh, through just transition. You change a job, you move, yep. a variety of little things. Remember when um, you left me? You grieve. You forced me out of this building, Elizabeth. <laughs> you said it's me or him. It's not in any way. People are going to hear that and think that. I can't That's tell people how to happen. think. No. 
No, I could probably be responsible. I think I'm going to leave, and I had giant alligator tears that went down my face. Do you remember that day? I do remember. (laughs) That was a lunch where uh, Ryan Perpich was uh, there. I had been there with Ryan and Donna before. I was double booked for lunches, and then uh, (laughs) Ryan kept hanging out, and Elizabeth showed up, and I was like, I love Ryan. And I was like, you got to get out of here, man. (laughs) And he was like, ah, it's, uh, it's Wind City's live. And I was like, mm, I'm about to leave the show. I need you to leave. I need to talk to her. Yeah. And it was just, and then when he left, yeah, it was, that was a, that was a public crying kind of a lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Where were we? What was the name of that Long place? Longfellow Grill. Grill. Yeah. yeah. We were. Anyway, back to your nostalgia. I don't even remember. That wasn't my nostalgia. It was your nostalgia. That's a power play. You said you, you like this nostalgia. Up. You said oh. grief. You were talking about the grief okay, and how sorry. we need to grieve seasons I'm in sorry. our life. God, and then attention. you tried to throw me under the bus by acting like I forced you out. And so then I had to clarify. Get back on track. You need me. Get back on track. What I was saying <laughs> was that in the same way it's important to grieve, like, you know, changes in life, it's also important to stop, pause, and celebrate. You know, don't oh, you don't sure. have to feel like self-involved if you do that. Gather the people that you love, the people that are a part of it, and just like, hey, what a cool, you know, thank you, gratitude moment of like, this is really awesome. And everything they say about getting older and like caring less in the best way yeah, is so good. Caring yeah, less is. in a real positive way. Right. Not, you don't care less about the big things. You actually appreciate those more, but you care less about the little things. It's the most liberating thing. Yeah. If you are on one side of 40... If you're on a side that you're thinking like, oh man, 40 feels like, I don't know, you're going to get there and be, everybody says that. Everyone says it just gets better and they're not lying. They're telling yeah. you the truth. I'll be 40 this November. Oh, it's going to be really good. I had a, a real like visceral shift when I turned 40. Hmm. I also then broke my ankle and that felt not great and <laughs> things got a little tough and then so you abandoned me. So that was difficult. But then after that, um, <laughs> things, it, it's true. It just got so much better. Hmm. Maybe 50 when you're 50 and you look back and you celebrate 30 years on television. Stephanie Hansen has told me, she's like, wait till you hit 50. Then you really, that's what they say. You're going to hit 50. You don't care. You just care less about these little things and you can like enjoy your life more. Well, and that's why, um, you know, the elderly, they don't, they don't care what you think about what they think about the thing that you're talking to them about. They're like, I'm going to live free. Yeah. You want to talk about YOLO? I'm at the end of YOLO, so yeah. I really don't give a D. Mm-hmm. Freedom. Freedom. Freedom from yourself, man. Now, uh, two things I'll say. One, I do want to tell you um, something quick about Billie Eilish, and then I want you to hear a DJ, a radio disc jockey, who auditioned for American Idol. But let's start with the Billie Eilish story first. Um, she was trying to perform. This is a bummer. Mexico City. It was a couple nights ago, and then they ended up canceling the show because there was this massive rainstorm that came through. Oh, shoot. And they tried to wait it out, but it was just a big green blob on the map, and they're like, we just can't do the show And it was tonight. an outdoor performance. It was outdoor. And yeah. so the, the concert um, folks, they, they told Billy, you can't do the show. Even if you want to do the show, you can't. We're sending them home. You guys have to go home. But then Billy Eilish came out. You got this really amped up crowd. Now they're really disappointed. Yeah. They've been standing there wet. You're standing wet for hours. And then Billie Eilish came out and did this. What a night, huh? Ay, ay, ay. So, I, you can't do a show. And they came to me and they said that I couldn't do the show. And they were like, you got to leave and they got to go home. And I was like, no. So, I thought if it was okay, it's not a lot, but if... 
if you're down with me and Phineas singing like five acoustic songs or something. Then the place just goes nuts because they are—they already thought we're taking a rain check on this. We have to wait for the reschedule. So then they get this bonus stripped-down performance of Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas, super talented, both of them obviously. Then they play this little stripped-down acoustic set, and then the show gets rescheduled for last night. Oh so my they gosh. got like bonus ham. They got a total bonus. Yes, I love acoustic performances too, and I really only want to hear five songs at a concert, and then I'm ready to move on to something. Else. Yes, I am. <laughs> Don't go to see Taylor Swift then. You're going, going to see Taylor. She's I'm doing going. three hours. I know, and I'm going to really rev up. I'm going to be so high on caffeine. Oh my I'm going to just do <laughs> espresso shots before I get to the venue. Because I'm going to need to. It's a Friday night. Somebody just misheard you, and they heard you say hi on cocaine, and they went to a different station, and forever you will be Elizabeth Reese, that cokehead. I said hi on caffeine, and I referenced espresso shots. So All n- of that is perfectly legal but in you know all what? 50 states. You don't have to tell me I have an espresso maker in my house. <laughs> I know. But they're going to walk away from this saying, Elizabeth Reese, hi on, on cocaine, ca- caffeine, and force Steve out of Twin Cities Live. <laughs> I can't control what they hear. Even if sometimes I aid in spreading misinformation. You really shift the narrative there, bud. DJ Mary Beth Bird. Uh, she's a radio DJ and went on American Idol last night. So we're catching up on Idol. Um, my son Grayson really loves it. It's my good. daughter Adeline, who is really into musical theater and all that, we have to kind of like... I don't know why. Should we have to like say, hey, you should watch Idol. She's starting to now, but we're like, you like to audition and all this stuff. Watch this show's great. The production value in the show has only gotten better. Mm-hmm. And this the way that they're telling stories is great, but also some of the voices we've heard are stunning. I hope it still lives up the day after. We all said, Wow, that's a pleasant voice to listen to. Again, she's she's a DJ. It would be like if Donna Valentine said, I'm gonna go audition for American Idol. I don't think she'll be a DJ too much longer. Listen to her. She's on Mix 106.3 in uh, Joni Burrow, which is a place. Joni or Joan? Unless it was a typo. Jonesboro? They put up Joni Burrow. Okay. KJBX. But she sounded so pleasant. Just such an easy listen. And Luke, country superstar, he, he had his spider senses were tingling. And he was like, she can be a big thing. She reminds me of Dez. Oh, see? Yeah. Tell Dez. I know. Anyway, her name Des, is uh, unfortunately is aged out of the American Idol competition eligibility. That either makes you an ageist or idol an ageist. It's idol. It's not me. I didn't make the rule. I'm just broadcasting it. I've been watching clips of The Voice on. Um, they post them on social media, and I really enjoy taking in The Voice that way. Yeah. Just watching the little clips. It's very fun. That's what Idol does too. They've got like every notable audition is up on their page on YouTube yeah. and you can just go and pull them up individually. Some really, really great stories. Uh, obviously super emotional stories and just incredible voices. So anyway, we're enjoying Idol. we got to take a break. When we come back, Yo Cano Taco Bell. Elizabeth. You want it. She took Spanish in high school. She's going to speak Spanish for us when we come back. Uh, what they're turning out to the fans and saying, you vote. Two menu items. Hmm. They get the only one will survive, and it's up to you. We'll tell you about that when we return. It's the- All right, we're back. Hope you're hungry. The time now, 1018. The Don and Steve Experience. Thanks for hanging with us. Happy Friday. There's a snowstorm coming in tonight that could leave you with about 10 inches of snow on your sidewalk. Suck on that nasty reality. Yikes. That's Elizabeth wow. Reese's voice. Is that how you welcome people back to this broadcast? I am not in the vein of trying to coddle. Okay. My talkers are strong, 
and we want to make them even stronger. It's and fascinating so, how you always want to be coddled, though. I just want to be coddled, <laughs> acknowledged, and complimented. I'm aware. Is that too much to ask <laughs> I for? I know. I know. Lou said to me last night, hey, <laughs> how many times a day do you want me to tell you, yes, you are starting to fill out, you look like you are exercising? Because I will come home from the gym, I will stand around, if this is what it's like to be married to me, I will come home from the gym, I will. St- she'll be doing something, chopping something, doing something, and I'll stand in front of her, Yeah. and I'll say, hey, babe. What did you did you say that you think I look built in this shirt? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and then she just <sighs> puts the knife down, yeah. you know, from yeah. the chopping turns and says, Wow, yeah, oh my, look at him. He must be working out. Are you doing protein? Wow. Mm-hmm. And so she asked me that question last night and and um And then what was your answer? How many times? I said day? I said if 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 there's a real question, I have a I do have an answer and it's three to five. Three to five times a day? <laughs> She you said, want to be told that your body looks good because you're working out or just in general? Yes. Okay. Okay. We could specifically address body parts if that helped. You know, we can, we can do a <laughs> wow. bicep thing one time. We can talk about, look at my legs, Elizabeth. All right. Here we go. I know. This you is know the they're cons- bigger than they used to be. Yeah. In these jeans. Those jeans. You're going to split those jeans. But my thighs have gotten thicker. That's great. That's I'm good for Jay you. I'm not Rhymers. I didn't play hockey. I don't have an oak tree as a leg. I was born with more of he like. He does have great calves and a great legs. hockey butt. Yeah. Boy, these hockey player butts. They I are know. something. They are really something. Well, let me tell you something about these male Patterson butts. Yeah, what do you got? They're like plywood. Okay. It just stuff just goes like a bulletin board. What's interesting, yeah, this is interesting with you. You know, you posted um a video, a reposted video of Lou's reaction to you posting all of these workout videos. Correct. And she she has feelings about these workout videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hear her and I acknowledge her. And yes. I I commented and I said, Lou is the best thing that has ever happened to you. <laughs> and I shudder to think of what would happen to you without Lou. And then I just yeah, noticed so that in my notification, someone else commented, Lou is the best thing to have happened to all of us. And I oh, agree. It's very nice. I agree with all of these things. I think that comment of mine has received no fewer than 47 likes. <laughs> so I just want you to know that um, it's what I had to say about her and you is resonating. It's if you were with someone like you, it would be, I don't even know what would be I'd going be on. I'd be on my fourth marriage. Yeah, you absolutely yeah. would be. I, what I like to do is um, I like to find something that I find. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Mildly humorous. Mm-hmm. And that the other person initially did and then gets just goes tolerates right. and then is irritated. Yeah. That's the And once I find that that is happening... Mm-hmm. My appetite to tell that story again only grows. And so like today, I will go home and within the first 15 minutes, I will say something jokingly, but I'll say something about my body. Last week in the commercial break of Twin Cities Live, when you came back and hosted. Elizabeth, that is. You said to me, you were like, I've got like 
10 jokes that I just, <laughs> he goes, that just never get, get old, old. And I go, I know all of them. All of them. Yes. I know all of them. Some of the jokes that I tell over and over again, they almost get more enjoyable <laughs> with time. I don't know why. Anyway, that's not why you called. Oh, gosh. Uh, Taco Bell is letting fans decide what their next throwback menu item will be. And I think that this is really smart. Now, you do need to be a Taco Bell rewards member. Oh, my gosh. Wow. There are all sorts of rewards, and you're not getting them if you don't sign up for it. I do love a punch card, though. When I get to redeem a free something from a punch card, hallelujah, praise the Lord. It's a great day. Yeah, punch cards are very exciting. So good. And I don't want a digital punch card. I want to see the guy bring out the hand clamp thing. Can't do that anymore, though. People people just order on Amazon. They order the star puncher, okay. and then they do it themselves, and then they cheat the system. Oh. It's like how Ben Lieber revealed yesterday that he used to cheat on Pizza Hut's Book It program and I pretend that he read the books and then sign <laughs> the thing and then just go in and get free personal pan Personal pizzas. pan pizzas. The greatest deal in town. Yeah. It was on the honor system. And I said to him, that says a lot about your moral. <laughs> <laughs> well, who am I to throw a stone? I, I told a, um, a college professor that by the time I got through high school, my whole high school career, mm-hmm. I had only read, to my knowledge, six complete books. In your life? In my life to the time that I was 18. Yeah. I read Huck Finn and then five others scattered <laughs> throughout the time. Now, I don't... I don't remember. I remember Book It. I remember there was nothing more prized. They could have said, you can win this personal pan pizza or free college tuition. Mm-hmm. Choice is yours. A, every single kid would have taken the personal pan pizza. Those little pizzas were so good. Do they still have the personal pan pizzas at pizza? I don't know if they do have the personal pan pizza. They don't have their, um, did they still have their salad bar? I don't know. No, that Back is- to Taco Bell. Okay, sorry. So you have to be a rewards member and then there are two items that are up for resurrection. Yes, exactly. And then people now get to vote. You can vote once a day on the app between now and April 12th. So mark your calendars, guys. Two options. The Beefy Crunch Burrito, the first hit the menu in 2010 and got pulled a year later. Pulled? Why? Was there, that makes it sound like there was some sort of E. coli contamination. It's made a few brief returns since. It has Fritos Flamin' Hot Flavored Corn Chips with seasoned beef and rice. The stomach ache. Option number two. Cool Ranch Doritos Locos Taco. These were introduced in 2013. They were dropped in 2019. It's like a normal taco, but a Cool Ranch Dorito flavored shell. And Cool Ranch Dorito is the greatest flavor of Doritos. That's true. I've never had that taco. I don't know how I've never had that taco. It's an interesting combo with a taco because you think of the original nacho Dorito as being really fitting with a taco. Yeah. Not necessarily the Cool Ranch, but I could get behind it. Oh, gosh. What was the thing I was getting at Taco Bell for a while? Oh, God. The steak quesarito. I can't remember the last time I've been to a Taco Bell. Oh, my gosh. It's been probably... I don't even think I ever went to one in college. I think it's been since high school. Oh, my word. We would go to the Taco Bell. I think it was one in Burnsville, and it was open all the time. So you could drive through at any time. I'll tell you what. My Westsiders know this. When you have returned from a flight at MSP and you're driving on 494 West, there is a Taco Bell exit on the right. And it is, I mean, dong, you hear the bell, you get jacked up. They, oh, they actually ring a bell? No, but it rings in our hearts. Okay. When we return, we're going to play our second game of the day. This one is called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We'll all find out the topic together. You can bet on Liz or me, bet on the right person. Win a prize, 651 641 All right, 
game time number no. two. It's John and oh, I slurred that. Doesn't matter. It's Friday. It's Are you drunk? It's Friday. Speaking of which, Whoa. we'll be doing the slow jam, which kind of sounds like you've had one too many. That'll happen today at. 11.30, uh, but that's the voice of Elizabeth Reese. She's in for Donna Valentine today. Zamboni is on the other side of the glass, pushing all the right buttons like this one. Time to go to college. college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Yes, we're going to find out how smart the two of you are with College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Now, Elizabeth, since you've been in last, it it hasn't been going well for for Donna. Uh, I suck at this game, too. Spreading out a little bit. Well, I was hoping maybe you could find a way to to help her out. She's down by 12. 37 to 25. I need to manifest some success here. Yeah, conjure it up. I gotta ask. I gotta ask a question. Are you a fan of potatoes? I love potatoes, all forms of potatoes. Well, today is National Tater Day. Yeah. Man, all going. of these questions go. are gonna have a little potato vibe <gasps> to them. It's I'm... potatoes and pop culture for today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and Jillian is gonna play along with us. Hey, Jillian. Jillian. Hi. I love the name Jillian. Jillian, you sound really vibrant. Uh, what's happening in your day? Where are you calling us from? I am on my way to Ridgedale. I have to stop halfway to pick up my mother because, you know, 494 and retirees. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. They don't go together. I love that Ridgedale. That's a nice mall. Yeah, it is. You head over there and you're thinking, this is like the malls of yesteryear. Yeah. I like yesteryear and I would like to go there. They got a nice. Their Nordstrom is nice. Yeah. Everything's nice there. That's great. What are you going to buy? Yeah. What are you What are you planning on shopping for while you're What's there? What's your budget, Jillian? <laughs> My budget is low. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, listen. We're happy that you called. Um, you have an opportunity to team up with Elizabeth or Steve in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, Miguel, what is our topic today? The topic is taters. Taters. That's taters. Okay. Tater day. I know. I have a, a, a bad memory. Uh, taters in pop culture. Who would you like to team up with, Elizabeth or Steve? Well, I love you both, but I gotta try to help Donna out here, so I'm gonna go with Elizabeth. Oh, I knew wow. it was great. Oh, Jillian. Okay, okay. As Steve works his way out. I'll, Bye, rem- Steve. I'll remind Jillian of what she's playing for. She's playing for a four pack of Fandango movie passes to see the Super Mario Brothers movie, plus a prize pack from the film, and that's gonna be in theaters starting April seventh. So, Jillian will put you on hold. Steve has left. The building, and we are set. Are you ready, Elizabeth? When do I get to ask Jillian for help again? At the end. So what we'll do is we've got 30 seconds here. I'll run through the questions. You give me your best answer. If you don't know and you're not sure, just skip on to the next one, and then you'll be able to come back, and Jillian will give her answers. I had to remember the rules because I think I got them mixed up last week. Okay, I'm ready. It's all good. Here we go. On the show Friends, season eight, episode six, the title is The One with the Halloween Party. Ross dresses up like a large potato with a sci-fi looking hat. He called himself this pun based on the most famous Russian satellite. Monica called him a space poop. Oh, man. Okay, keep going. Okay. Once you pop, the fun don't stop with these stackable potato chips. Pringles. Uh, Despite passing away in 2017, this legendary comedian's voice was still used in 2019's A Toy Story 4 for Mr. Potato Head as his voice was used for the character in the first three flicks. Mm, Was that Robin Williams? Was he the potato? I don't know. And then um, the top one for friends. He called himself this pun based on the most famous Russian satellite. He was dressed up like... 
Okay. And uh, anything you'd like? Stick okay. with that? Yeah, okay, well, sounds good. Now, yeah, oh, you I, do. It's Time's up but now. But Nick, I feel pretty good about how I did there, Mike. Okay, what yeah. do you think? I can't give that opinion. All right, all right okay. whatever. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll bring Jillian back okay. on here. Jillian, you heard the answers Hi. that Elizabeth uh, gave. How are you feeling about them? Um, I feel great. You okay, do? the first one she said, okay, she, so you feel good with all three of them? Uh, what about the last yeah. one? Well, I'm trying to remember his name. I know he was Ham in the movie. Yeah, so I'm wrong with Robin Williams. I want to say John Lasseter, but that's not right. He was behind the production stuff. Okay. I don't think I remember his name. I know. I can't either. And I know it's not Robin Williams, but I just threw that out there. I have a Mr. Potato Head toy that um, is the Mandalorian. I mean, we bought this for my kids. Okay. And it's called the Yam DeLorean is the toy. (laughs) I mean, that's funny. That's awesome. Right? That is funny. Thank you. Ah, okay. I'm a five-year-old boy too. You'd think I'd know, but oh, no. Nope. What's his name? Remember. His name is Isaac. And Isaac. you and I were actually due the same week, oh but my gosh. son came five weeks early, and yours came late. He came five days late. My Franklin is July fourth. Oh my gosh, that's so much fun, Jillian. All right, I think we're gonna have to stick with Robin Williams because okay. we don't know it. So, yeah. but let's hope that Steve gets it wrong. Sounds good, Jillian. Right, we're gonna put you back he on wants hold. To get in. Yep, I was chatting with Jillian. Guys, Her we son Isaac bonding. was due. The same day that Franklin was due, oh my but gosh. he was born five weeks early, and Franklin, as you'll recall, was born five days late. So they ended up really far apart birthdays. Isn't that fascinating? Do you call him Ike? Oh, sorry, I put her back on hold. Oh. Here you go. Jillian, do you call Isaac Ike? We don't, but his father actually goes by Ike. My son is Isaac the Fourth. Cute. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! Oh, I that's love that's exciting. a good. Oh, little Isaac. Oh man, that's Isaac great. and Franklin. I bet they'd be buds. Let me ask you, ladies, a question. <laughs> How'd you do? I we did great. You think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right, Jillian. We're best friends. You got to right. okay. Right. Bye, Jillian. All right, Jillian. We'll bring you back on hold. <laughs> And we'll run through these questions again. National Potato Day or National Tater Day, I guess, more specifically. Steve, are you ready? Yes. All right. We'll start it off with this one. On the show Friends, it was season eight, episode six. It was titled The One with the Halloween Party. Ross dressed up like a large potato with a sci-fi looking hat. He called himself this pun based on the most famous Russian satellite. Monica called him a space poop. Bud Nick. Once you pop, the fun don't stop with these stackable potato chips. Pringles? Despite passing away in 2017, this legendary comedian's voice was still used in 2019's Toy Story 4 for Mr. Potato Head as he he voiced the character in the first three flicks. I read Don Rickles' book, and it was uh, was great. I loved Don Rickles. You go back and you watch a Don Rickles roast, they are so funny. He was ruthless. Ruthless. Just ruthless. Yep. First ever, like... Just mean insult comic. It was really yeah. mean. But somehow level. And you know what? Any night that I would hear he was a guest on Letterman, I would stay up and watch it because I just wanted to sit back and watch. And there was a night when Letterman had uh, Denzel Washington on, and then Rickles was on next. And Denzel, Denzel stayed just so he could be out there. <laughs> awesome. And he just, I mean, had like belly laughs the whole time that Rickles was there. And of course, Rickles relentlessly mocked Dave the whole time, but then would be very sweet with him, too. And, you know, it was it was just loved on Rickles. <laughs> three for three. Three for three. All we're right, let's run through the answers here on the first one. Of course, I uh, went through it a bit. Uh, Monica called him a space poop. Uh, he actually was indeed calling himself Spudnik. We got we it both right, got too. that one right. Yep, Nicely yep. done. Okay. Spudnik. Uh, fun episode. Uh, once you pop the fun, don't stop these stackable potato chips. Of course, 
Pringles. Yep, you we got it. The barbecue it. flavor, great. Sour cream and onion, great. I can go through a whole tube in a jiffy. It, it, but then your hand gets stuck. Like, it's no, a fascinating yeah. tube size. Dump it. Dump the tube. Dump the tube. <laughs> and however many it gives you, it gives you. Hot take. Stacks are better. Those uh, new stacks. Oh, the I've never ones? tried those. They're better. They're thicker. They're little, they don't kind of break as easily as oh, Pringles. Oh, they're a thicker chip? They're the it's thicker a different chip. brand? Is it still mm-hmm. in a tube? That is the Frito-Lay version of it, I believe. It's still in a tube. They're called stacks. But but it's so this is not by Pringles. No, this is a competitor. Yeah, that's what we said. Really? It's a different brand. Yeah, What's just, just slow down. Tell, tell us if you're like upset. <laughs> wow. I uh, recommend them. Check them out. All and right, then whatever. finally, despite passing away in 2017, this legendary comedian's voice was used in Toy Story 4. They went with Robin Williams. You went with Don Rickles. Don Rickles is correct. I remember. You oh won. My gosh. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so uh, you yeah. just went with a dead comedian. Yeah. Well, I just couldn't remember. Yeah, I get it. You um, know? Hey, Jillian. Yeah. Does Isaac like Mario? He does like Mario. Oh. Yeah. Make it happen. Well, we're going to give him the four pack of yeah! tickets. Congratulations. Four pack of Fandango movie passes to see the Super Mario Brothers movie plus a prize pack. I'm sure Isaac will love from the film as well. It's going to be in theaters next week. That was a good way to handle that, Mike. That was a good job. You did a nice job there. Uh, Hey, while we have her on the line, why don't we just play the tiebreaker just for fun? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can do the tiebreaker for fun. Here we we were pretty close. Mm -hmm. Um, If it would have gone to a tiebreaker, I need one of you to use your name as your buzzer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yell out your name when you know the answer to this. This is. a clip from a movie. When you know the franchise this clip is from, you yell out your name and say your answer, okay? Loosen your mouth, okay. Doesn't Ready. have to be yes. specifically the movie, just the franchise it's from. Here we go. Steve. Steve. Lord of the Rings. Potatoes. Potatoes. Yes, yes it is. Lord of, the, Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Jillian, you, you lost bad and you won the tickets. This is a good day for <laughs> yeah. you. It is. It is a good day. Yeah. All right. You tell Ike I said hello. Have fun at Ridgedale. Go right. crazy. Oh, Hang yeah. on the line. I'll get it's your details. Medium love. Oh boy. Nice. Mike's ruthless. That was, he'll, boy, he'll come that was next. He doesn't he was care. Like, bye. He's like, I don't care about your shopping days, all business. I know. Oops. I'm Wowzers. trying to recover tickets, my bad. Um, yeah, you have a lot to all do. All right. Mike will talk with her. I want to tell you this real quick. What? Uh, Major League Baseball kicked off yesterday. Yes. This is kind of fun. Aaron Judge, who set the all time American League home run record, and many people are saying it's sort of the steroid free home run record. He did that last year for the New York Yankees. And then his first at bat. Of the season. Home run. Home run. Oh, that feels good. That feels good. That's a nice way to follow it up. But there was a study that was done, and they say that the average baseball fan spends $51 once they enter the ballpark. So that does not count the cost of your ticket. I'm sure. That doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, It's been a minute since I've been to a game. Oh, really? Uh, Jay and I did it. We went to a Twins game last year on a little date night, just the two of us. You should do that with Lou. It's very fun. Yeah. We did a date night. We went to an evening game. And we just, and then we were not with kids, so we were like chatting with. We like met another couple who was sitting next. To it. We just had like such a nice night. It was gorgeous, oh, fun. beautiful weather, and you just sit outside and relax and just get to chat. Well, the fifty-one dollars per person, by the way, uh, includes your concession food, drinks, beer, other alcoholic beverages, seat upgrades. They said seat upgrades on this list. Can you do that? Can you say, hey, can you upgrade my seat? I thought the idea was. You wait a couple innings, <laughs> see where people aren't sitting, yeah. and then you just go and assume those seats. It's yeah, risky, but it gets it your blood going. It is risky. You could, get, you could get in trouble. And then you, you live in fear and on the edge of someone tapping you on the shoulder the entire game. But you know what? To feel fear is to feel alive. Mm. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, maybe we'll go. You know what else we'll make, I, I should do with the kids this year is take them to uh, a St. Paul Saints game. Yeah, those are great. And they just got sold. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Mike Veek, am I saying his name right? Oh. You know, the, the longtime owner of the uh, St. Paul Saints. Um, he, like, sold his share. Oh, really? Yeah. To who? To uh, uh, some, like, parent company thing that I believe, I, I my details might be really wrong here, but they have ownership stake in different minor league baseball teams. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Sorry about that. Well, those Saints games are fun, too. Pro tip with the Twins games, if you go with kids, go in the fifth or sixth inning. Like, don't go at the beginning of the game. Go towards the end. Because at the beginning, if you have little kids, you're just waiting for somebody to melt down before you have to haul out of there. And then it's like, it it ends on not a great note. Sure. If you go to the end, at the end, then the game ends. And then it's like, we're going. I'm going to disagree. I say go early. Get there for like batting practice. You might be able to get up and meet some people. And then when you leave in the fifth inning, guess what? No traffic. You can't. Get out of there. I know, but it's just, it's then it's meltdown city. I don't know. A few different times we've feel like we've given you an even uh, depiction of what it's like to have small children. And again, <laughs> we love them, and they are just our world. Oh, I know. Um, but also, they can be a trick. This is bunch. also a difficult time of year, you know, because it's just we're all feeling a little cooped up. Yeah. We're all feeling a little bit like, man, it'd be nice to just say, like, hey, go outside and play. And this isn't ideal outside and play time of year because right. it's like it's not super fun snow time to play, and yep. it's not summertime. It's like, hey, go in some mud and it's damp mud season and is you can't us. make a snowman and there's not really any stuff to sled on okay. just go stand out there and watch out for all the dog poop that's been buried under the snow buried. for months hope you all got it when it when we just got a little melt because the snow is going to cover it all up again well maybe you could you could go and relax in a place like utah uh, there was an actress who moved out of Los Angeles years ago, actually, and said, you know what? I'm living in Utah. I'm not going to do this raising kids thing in Los Angeles. Oh, and another big name star apparently did it, too. Didn't go to Las Vegas. Uh, didn't go to Utah, rather. Went to Las Vegas. Who these stars are, why they moved, um, and what we would do if we were forced in that situation. We'll talk about that all when we return. It's done. Hey, what's up, friends? It's Steve from my buddies over at the Canopy Group. All right, here's a problem, but don't worry. I'll give you a solution as well. The problem is this. of Minnesotans only have one insurance agent representing one insurance company. Guess how many quotes they give you, huh, math majors? Yeah, you get one. That's not really a formula for saving money. So here's your solution. The Canopy Group has 40 professionals who represent 16 reputable companies. And you stand to benefit from those numbers. Here's how it works. You go to thecanopygroup.com, and then you can just click Get a quote. It's right there in a little red button. You click that, and then the process has begun. So their team of professionals turns to those insurance companies and says, all right, we've got someone who needs insurance. Here's what they need. Here's what they need covered. And then those insurance companies, guess what? They want to win the business. They don't want to lose to the other 15 that they're up against. And then that way, they put together a package that helps you to get the best coverage you can get at the absolute best price. Don't believe me? Check out thecanopygroup.com. Elizabeth Reese just said something oddly that Donna Valentine said earlier this week, and so did Holly. She said, I hate parades. Donna said that. Holly said that. I like parades. My name is Steve Patterson. I'm one half of the Donna and Steve show. Elizabeth Reese is in for Donna Valentine today. Uh, Miguel is here behind the glass. That's funny that both of them said that, too. I mean, This is the balance that you need. Get it. It's American... It's Americana. I know. It's nostalgia. I like Americana things. I just don't like parades. And I 
am okay saying that now. I felt oh. for a long time like I had to hide who I was and I couldn't be myself around anyone because it was just expected that I had to like a parade. I just don't like a parade. So this I'm, is now you're living in your truth now speaking out against parades? Yeah, I am. I am. I'm just speaking out against me going to a parade. Do you know the sternest you ever spoke to me was, was at a parade? <laughs> You don't even remember because of how many times you sternly spoke to me. But the st- <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, I remember it was like a big sister moment. And I was like, okay, sorry. <laughs> so here's what happens. We are at the Anoka Halloween parade. Oh yeah. Did I go into mom mode? This is like year two. I think I had a child of with me. me. Being there. No, no, this wasn't. No, you, didn't have, you didn't have, you didn't have a child there. Okay. So maybe this would have been 2014, maybe 2014, 2015. Anyway, um, <laughs> They had told us, we're, we were driving around in golf carts. They had, we had golf carts this year, if yeah. you remember that. And uh, so I think you were in a golf cart with Kelly. Oh, okay. And then Emily and I were in a golf cart, something like that. And they gave us a rule, you cannot throw candy. Yes. And Emily Engberg and I were like, like hell, you can't, it's a parade. That's, that came and from the, the Red people. Yeah, why? Not my president, all right? Anoka Halloween Council Parade Witches. Respectfully, that's a Halloween term, and that's not an insult. Yeah. So we're like, we we can throw a little bit. Just get over and scatter it and scatter it. And Libby got at us at one point, and she, you came, and you were like, guys, you are not allowed to throw those. You have to stop throwing those. They said that. And I was like, all right, okay. I think I will immediately begin stopping throwing them and not do that anymore. I think it was pure big sister. I'm sure I believe that that happened. And I'm the baby of the family. And so is Emily. Yeah. And so you two yahoos together on one (laughs) golf cart should not have been allowed. And I am sure I had to say that. I do remember that because Mike Marcotte like pounded it into my brain that we would get kicked out of the parade route if we threw candy and then they have this whole like safety thing this is why i don't like parades and that probably all came from my deep dislike of a parade yeah i they just i just don't like them <laughs> i don't like the motorcycles that come and do the figure eights because they get like too the, close to the yes to the kids i know i get stressed size. about kids yeah i get stressed about all I this stuff i do love marching bands though so yeah. if it could just be a marching band parade I think I would like that. Any instance where there's a marching band, I'm immediately in a happy place. I went to a home, the homecoming parade for Chaska this fall. That's fun. And my the, the my kids who are in elementary school, they got to walk in it as well, you know, and represent their school. Yeah. It was really fun because it probably, the total parade route was, probably would have taken, I don't know, maybe 12 minutes to walk That's or something. That's a good parade route. But it just felt... Short enough that you weren't like, okay, it's still going on, but long enough that it felt like, oh, cool, look, they've got a marching band, they've got the fire trucks, they're honking their horns and all that, and it just felt like such a slice of American pie. You know, it's just like, this is this is good, and then your kids see you that you've spotted them, and I just think, oh, these kids, they're just so cute. <laughs> anyway. They are so cute, but you can't throw candy. That's the thing. All the stuff that we used to do, like, you can't do anymore. Yeah. And now I'm turning into that person where I'm just like, back in our day, we could just do whatever we wanted. Yeah. And now you can't and you can't do anything and you have to do everything the right way in a different way. And there's all these rules and there's just no freedom. There was this great bit where uh, that I saw on Instagram last night, an Instagram reel where it said uh, parents back in the day. 
and it was a guy's phone rings, and it's the school, and he's like, oh, yes, this is the nurse from the school? Okay, yeah, what's going on? Oh, she's not feeling good. Great. Okay, what are her symptoms? Oh, she's got a fever? What kind of fever? 101. All right, what else? She's stomach sick? Okay, yeah, all right. She's got a cough, too. She's coughing a lot? All right, here's what I want you to do. Put a little Robitussin into a cup, and if her stomach's off, throw some Pepto-Bismol in there or whatever, but she's going to get through this. All right, thank you. And then hangs out, and then it cuts to parents today, and it's the nurse who's called, and it's like, what's that? She coughed? How many times? You think it was once. Okay, it might have been a cough. Okay, I'll come get her immediately. And when can she come back? Never again. All right, thank you. And it's just as funny, you know, we've all been there. And that's that's what it's like. They used to throw candy. We used to sit in a station wagon. We used to play facing in cons- backwards. Yeah, we used to play in construction sites. There were townhouses being built near my home in Apple Valley. Yeah. And we would go for the whole summer when they were being built. Like we would go and play in the rusty nails and like climb on the framing of these houses. We would go into an abandoned house that kind of had this spooky vibe in our town. Yeah. And we were like, let's just go in there. And then we would go in, but there were still, there was a bed there. There were some personal belongings oh, that were dude, there. That's creepy. And we would just look around at some things and it was scary. And every time we went in, we we're like, what the heck are we doing? If I found out my kids were doing that, I'd lose my mind. I now just every now and again, just to reassert dominion, would just say, hey, hey, a little quieter, guys. Just quieter. I know. Volume gets too loud. We need foam on the walls. What hell? What the hell happened to carpeted walls? Yeah, that's why they have so many carpets um, over hardwood floors in the '90s. Yeah, I'm convinced of this because when we moved into our house, we ripped out carpet that was all through the dining room. I yeah. mean, thick plush carpet all through everywhere. And then now, when my children are yelling. I realized this is why the linoleum was in the kitchen and the carpet was in the dining room because a person cannot handle the shrieking bouncing off all of the hard surfaces that are in a kitchen. Hardwood looks great. Carpet feels much more practical in many ways. It's a a real interesting thing. Feels good underfoot. It is is sound absorbent. But again, hardwood, it just looks great. But the 80s and 90s were full of freedom. I mean, it was freedom. (sighs) It was disconnected from these little phones. You could, we would be gone all day, all night. My parents did not know where we were. My parents never packed snacks. I never recall a snack being packed. We rode, you say station wagons riding backwards. We rode in the back of a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. At one point, my dad did put a piece of foam on the, uh, on, in the bed of the truck because when we, he drove over dirt roads at 55 miles an hour, <laughs> we were bouncing and probably being mildly concussed. Catherine Heigl moved her family to Utah. That's a nice way to do it. Mark Wahlberg moved to Las Vegas. He was like, I'm living in L.A., but I've only ever shot like two movies in L.A. proper. Yeah. What are we doing here? Let's get out. So they got out. That's the end of that story. When we come back, uh, I'm going on a trip, and there's some food consumption.